BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. Attorneys for Donald Trump have filed a motion in court to try and postpone his Florida classified documents trial. Will Judge Cannon fall for this trick? Here's Glenn. So friends, Donald Trump's lawyers just filed a brief with Judge Aileen Cannon in federal court down in Florida saying he can't possibly go to trial in December 2023 and urging Judge Cannon to set no trial date at all. One of the main reasons he gives in this 10-page brief, which is a real piece of work, is that he's just going to be too damn busy running for president. Not going to have time for, you know, the little federal prosecution that has been brought against him. What I want to do, friends, is just read a few select passages from this 10-page brief And I'll read the actual words and then I'll translate. What is Donald Trump really saying? Here is how the 10 page brief opens. The defendants, President Donald Trump and Waltine Nauda respectfully request that this court deny the government's proposed scheduling order, withdraw the current order and postpone initial consideration of any rescheduled trial date until after substantive motions have been presented and adjudicated. So what is Donald Trump saying there? Get rid of all existing trial dates or proposed trial dates and let's spend months and months and months just litigating motions. And maybe when that's all done, the court can get around to setting a trial date. Why is Donald Trump taking this position? Well, because he boldly asserts that after he wins all of the motions, it will result in a dismissal of the indictment. Donald Trump then complains about the sheer volume of documents collected. What's the translation? I stole so many documents. There's so much evidence here that we can't possibly go to trial in a timely manner. My attorneys need months and months and months just to go through the enormous volume of documents I stole and unlawfully concealed and disclosed, showed to others and obstructed justice by unlawfully retaining them when the grand jury subpoenaed them. The sheer volume means we can't go to trial anytime soon in this case. And then Donald Trump just bluntly states that the December 11, 2023 trial date that the government has proposed is unrealistic. Okay, friends, now let's get to some of the good stuff. 
some of the reasons Donald Trump gives for why Judge Cannon should set no trial date and why a December trial date, a timely trial date, is completely out of the question as far as Donald Trump is concerned. Get this. President Trump is running for President of the United States and is currently the likely Republican Party nominee. This undertaking requires a tremendous amount of time and energy, and that effort will continue until the election on November 5th, 2024. In other words, Judge Cannon, look, I'm too damn busy running for president. That takes up all my time and energy. I don't have time for your little federal prosecution of me, so you will set no trial date. Not December, not ever. Maybe after the election in 2024, of course, Trump assumes he'll be elected. And then if the case is still pending, he'll order his next corrupt attorney general to dismiss it. Or if he's convicted, he'll pardon himself. Though a presidential self-pardon is not really a thing, and I suspect the federal courts would strike it down. But the unmitigated gall of this guy, this criminal, to say, I'm just going to be too damn busy. I'm going to be consumed running for president. So I guess the takeaway, at least as far as Trump is concerned, is that if I'm president, I can't be prosecuted. If I'm running for president, I can't be prosecuted. So I guess he should just forever be a candidate for the presidency and the courts should not be entitled to even set a trial date in his case. And here's another beauty. Proceeding to trial during the presidential election cycle will create extraordinary challenges in the jury selection process and limit the defendant's ability to secure a fair and impartial adjudication. And then he actually has the nerve to cite a case that involved an issue where a court was apparently unable to seat an impartial jury because of pretrial publicity or an inflamed community atmosphere. Donald Trump complaining of an inflamed community atmosphere. A fair and impartial jury can't be impaneled because, you know, the community is inflamed. Yeah, sport, who is it that spends all day every day on his third-rate social media platform inflaming the community? That would be you, Donald. And now you have the nerve to put in this third-rate legal filing that because the community is inflamed, you shouldn't be made to go to trial? <sighs> Let's finish with this, friends. Finally, previously scheduled trials in other matters for both President Trump and defense counsel make it nearly impossible to prepare for this trial by December 2023. For example, President Trump and Mr. Blanche, one of his attorneys, are preparing for a March 2024 criminal trial in New York. Mr. Kyes and President Trump are preparing for a lengthy civil trial in New York. So, in other words, I've committed so many crimes 
and I'm being sued civilly by so many people, I can't possibly fit this criminal prosecution down in Florida into my busy schedule, you know, campaigning and defending against crimes in other jurisdictions. So look, Judge Cannon, just listen to me. Be a good judge, do what I say. Do not set a December trial date. In fact, don't set any trial date. Let me just ride this one out until November 2024. Well, this case is coming up in court again in about a week. What will Judge Cannon do? Will she just cater to Donald Trump's every corrupt whim? That will be an important moment in the history of this case. And she had better reject each and every one of these absurd claims and explanations and excuses for why he can't go to trial in a timely manner. And she better set a timely trial date because justice matters. Coming up, it seems the Department of Justice has finally righted a wrong and changed their minds in the E. Jean Carroll case. Glenn explains this next on Justice Matters. Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I'm here to remind you about one of the best decisions I've made recently, getting Factor meals. Eating is so much easier for me with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor is flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. I've done the math and I can tell you Factor is less expensive than takeout. And every meal is dietitian approved, nutritious, and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and start meeting your meal and nutrition goals. Head over to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off. That's code glen50 at factormeals.com slash glen50 to get 50% off. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 and use code GLEN50 to get 50% off today. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Justice Department has abandoned plans to defend Trump in the E. Jean Carroll lawsuit, saying in a court filing that they no longer believe he was acting within the scope of his presidential duties when he defamed her in 2019. Here's Glenn with the details. So friends, let's do a flat out good news story today. I wish we didn't have to file it under the heading, better late than never, but... 
the Department of Justice finally got where it needed to be, where it should have been all along in the E. Jean Carroll defamation suit against Donald Trump. Here's the new reporting from NBC News. Headline, Justice Department reverses course on defending Trump in E. Jean Carroll case. And that article begins, the Justice Department has abandoned plans to defend Donald Trump in a lawsuit brought by E. Jean Carroll, saying in a court filing Tuesday that it no longer believes he was acting within the scope of his presidential duties in 2019 when he defamed Ms. Carroll. Quote, the department has determined that there is no longer a sufficient basis to conclude that the former president was motivated by more than an insignificant desire to serve the United States government when he disparaged, when he lied about, when he defamed Miss Carroll in remarks to reporters four years ago. Miss Carroll then sued Trump for defamation and the Department of Justice, Bill Barr's Department of Justice, at the time moved to represent him, Trump, arguing he should have total immunity for his comments because he was acting within the scope of his office and employment as President of the United States when he made those statements, those defamatory statements those despicable lies. He was acting well within the duties of the office of the president. You know, friends, those of us who care about honor, decency, and integrity in government service, those of us who care about the honor, decency, and integrity of our high government officials were incensed when we learned that Bill Barr was gonna to try to protect Donald Trump against being sued by E. Jean Carroll for what he did. Bill Barr was gonna to try to get the case dismissed. Bill Barr was gonna to try to make it so that Miss Carroll could not sue Donald Trump for defamation. But it was Bill Barr. So we weren't entirely shocked that he was going to continue to nefariously protect a criminal and corrupt president, Donald Trump. But then along came Attorney General Merrick Garland, and he had the opportunity to revisit that decision, whether Donald Trump was acting within the scope of his official duties as president when he defamed, when he lied about the things he had done to E. Jean Carroll. And Merrick Garland stuck with, co-signed Bill Barr's horrendous decision to continue to protect Donald Trump. But you know, then back in May, there was this letter that the Department of Justice sent to Judge Kaplan, who is the presiding judge over both of Miss Carroll's defamation trials against Donald Trump. And when I saw that letter back in May, there was one sentence in there that caught my attention, jumped out at me. And it was the Department of Justice saying, you know what, Judge, we may need to rebrief the substitution issue 
And I said, aha, DOJ may be changing its mind about defending Donald Trump and claiming that his defamatory statements, his lies about Miss Carroll, were well within you know, the scope of his official duties as president. And when I saw that language in that somewhat cryptic letter to Judge Kaplan, we may need to rebrief the substitution issue. I jumped on our Justice Matters channel here and I did a video about it. What I'd like to do is just play a short clip from that video that I posted back in May, and then let's talk on the other side of that clip. Let's turn to the second story. The second story involves E. Jean Carroll. Now, yes, E. Jean Carroll has already whooped Donald Trump in court, winning a jury verdict against him for him having assaulted her and defamed her. But E. Jean Carroll is not done with Donald Trump because she has another civil suit against him pending. You may recall the first civil suit E. Jean Carroll filed against Donald Trump was for defamatory statements he made while he was president. And then, of course, being the idiot that he is, he made those same defamatory statements about her after he left federal service, after he left the presidency, and she brought a new case against him because he couldn't possibly claim he had any immunity because the statements were, you know, within the scope of his official duties as president. Well, he wasn't president anymore, and he has now lost that trial. But the first civil suit is still pending for the statements he made while president. Now, you may recall that when he had that corrupt attorney general, Bill Barr, who was doing every favor he could think of for Donald Trump and Donald Trump's criminal associates, when E. Jean Carroll filed that case, Bill Barr substituted the Department of Justice for Donald Trump, right? So Donald Trump didn't have to contend with the case, and Bill Barr said, oh, these statements that Donald Trump made that were allegedly lies and defamatory about E. Jean Carroll? Well, he made them within the scope of his official duties as president. So the Department of Justice steps in and we assume responsibility for the suit, which would mean the suit would have to be dismissed if Donald Trump truly made these statements within the scope of his official duties as president. Well, now the Department of Justice has sent a letter that suggests that it may be rethinking this whole substitution thing. So there's a copy of the letter and it's pretty cryptic. It doesn't come right out and say what the Department of Justice is intending to do, but let's look at just a couple of the sentences in this letter, which was filed with Judge Kaplan by the Department of Justice on May 26th. It asks for a briefing schedule on the issue of substitution. Bingo, that's the operative word. They want to revisit the question of substitution. In other words, you know, maybe the Department of Justice shouldn't step in, give Donald Trump the assist. You know, maybe these statements really weren't within the scope of his official duties as president. In fact, I think the jury verdict makes clear that when Donald Trump made these statements as president, he absolutely lied about assaulting E. Jean Carroll. He absolutely defamed her by telling those lies, 
about her. And now a jury has concluded that that's precisely what he did. How in the world can it be within the scope of your official duties as president to lie about someone you assaulted and defame them, damage their reputation, damage their earning potential, inflict emotional distress, pain, and suffering? How? How can that be within the official scope, the official scope of a president's duties? Come on, at some point, morality has to come into play, and decency and integrity in office has to come into play. Now, I will hasten to add, even though this substitution started under Bill Barr, it continued under Merrick Garland, and that is a black mark on Merrick Garland's tenure, because that is, in my opinion, the wrong decision to make. But it looks like better late than never. The Department of Justice may be reconsidering the substitution issue. Let's go back to the letter for a moment. It says, you know, the Attorney General makes the initial decision as to whether the defendant employee, that's Donald Trump, was acting within the scope of his office or employment at the time of the incident, which would be the lies and defamatory statements he made. But it adds, the Attorney General's determination about whether the person is acting within the scope of his official duties is framed by the allegations of the operative complaint. And now that E. Jean Carroll has filed an amended complaint in that case, the Department of Justice needs to reassess the substitution issue. So no, they don't come right out and say, you know, we've given it a relook and we no longer think the Department of Justice should take responsibility for this litigation. So we're going to properly put Donald Trump back in as the defendant, as the respondent, and we're not going to defend him as having acted within the scope of his official duties when he lied about and defamed E. Jean Carroll, as is now bolstered by a jury verdict that that's exactly what he did. That's a good development. Well, friends, now I am so glad we get to read the headline together. Justice Department reverses course on defending Trump in E. Jean Carroll case. As I say, it was gut-wrenching when Merrick Garland decided to stick with Bill Barr's horrendous decision to try to protect Donald Trump from being held accountable for what he did. The reason I was so disappointed was because it was a discretionary call by Merrick Garland. He did not have to stick with Bill Barr's unjust and unjustifiable in my opinion, decision. But he chose to. But you know what? For today, let's be glad that the Department of Justice has had a change of heart and a change of position and will no longer defend Donald Trump in what he did in his conduct regarding Ms. Carroll. That is a damn good thing because justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again 
soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.